Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Things. I, uh, I have not. I'm like Tim. I have not played this. Uh, I've not played this particular Kirby game. So I'm excited to jump in. And uh, you sold me on riding a hamster. So I, I, I want to see this happen. <laughs> Did I? I just I got booted and came back, and yeah. I heard just riding a hamster. Did I hear that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what more do you need to know, Tim? You, That's you why you play this Kirby yeah. game. You can ride a hamster. That's my... <laughs> We're getting into dads after dark territory here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently, someone in uh, turned my entire stain stain story into an after dark yeah. version. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes. That one. <laughs> I, I haven't that showed my wife that, but I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one had me cracking up too. Well, I am looking forward to trying that one. Actually, I I fell off of Donkey Kong Country as well. It's I know how much everybody loves that game. Just I yeah. was not feeling it. I was not feeling Donkey Kong Country. What was it? And look, Dan came in just in time to hear me say that. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna chew you out now. <laughs> I'm not feeling Donkey Kong Country. So, I missed what it. was I missed it exactly, you Tim? You're not feeling Donkey Kong Country. Okay. I'll just leave them. I'll just head out. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, look at that. He just left. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> so, what was that now? Somebody asked me a question. Like, yeah, I was I was saying, what, what exactly was it that, uh, that you weren't feeling? Uh... I don't know. It's um, I can't quite pinpoint it. Um, I don't know if if it's a Mario clone. It didn't feel like a Mario clone to me. No, it doesn't. No. I agree. Was it the amount of lives lost on Minecart Madness? <laughs> I don't. Because I lost all of my lives on Minecart Madness. Well, see, I okay. Let me, so let me rephrase this a little bit too, so you guys understand. I never played it originally either when it came mm. out, because again, I was one of those kids who bought their first system was the Super Nintendo, and each and every game I bought, I had to earn that money and buy that game. So, and then when I had, you know, when I bought that game, I played it to death. So I I had maybe a handful of games that I owned, and then I rented a lot, and then. I don't remember if I even rented that game or not, but by the time I did play it again, you're hitting up the blockbuster. Yeah, I was hitting that blockbuster. That's right. <laughs> by the time I played that game uh, again, like with with this um, the virtual console or anything like that, or mm-hmm. now this, it's just it just when I started playing even the first couple levels, it was just like, what's the appeal? You know, I I don't understand, and. Oh. I don't know if it's the graphics. I love it, man. It's one of the greatest soundtracks of, of all time, but like by far. I still listen to a lot of the the uh, the remixes that they have on YouTube yeah. while I work. Like, there's some yeah, really like awesome like uh, kind of chill wave or synth wave like uh, kind of re- remixes of especially like the water level. But did you play oh, it when oh, yeah. you, did you play yeah. it when it came out? Yeah. 
you you played it when it first oh, came it out, was, right? It was actually uh, I had gotten the Super Nintendo for, as an Easter present, and Donkey Kong was in the Easter basket uh, okay. with it. So Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> you have so, such a good yeah. Easter bunny. <laughs> oh yeah, this was the best Easter bunny ever. I was like I was like year old chocolate. Uh, uh, I, I was yeah. getting Atari 2600 games uh, from Easter Bunny back. <laughs> they just put last year's chocolate in there, the stuff you didn't eat. Yeah. It's like, you're going to get this till you it's eat too. it. What do you mean? They just bought it in May and just like stashed it. That's what my wife does. It's like candy yeah. corn yeah. Halloween. Sounds, uh, There's no new candy corn. It's the same candy corn every year. It's Nobody the same. It. it is. Regifting re- the same fruitcake? Yeah. 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 So those boxes like of there. chalk. Chalk hearts. Technically, Valentine's oh, Day. Those are always the yep. same. Every holiday has its candy, huh? Mm-hmm, that's for sure. So to Tim's be there, I don't think that Donkey Kong Country is a Mario clone. I mean, the pl- at least in platforming, no. it, it feels different. And the one thing I will say about the first one, the hitbox, once you get the feel for it, it's okay. But the hitbox on the Kongs is wonky at first. Like, you gotta, you gotta really start to feel it. I know it. Like, I went from Yoshi's Island, what we were playing, to Donkey Kong Country, and I said that last month. I said, man, this game is not as tight as Yoshi's Island is. But once I got into the groove again, I was like, okay, I feel it, and we're good again. But it it's not the same, but not not by far. Not in my opinion. Before we go any further, i got to ask, Vincent, can you can we hear you? Can you talk? Who are you talking? Vincent. I hear choppiness. Does anybody else yeah. hear that choppy, choppy stuff? Yeah, yeah it's choppy. choppy. But that, I was hearing that before Vincent got on, so I don't know if that's anybody else. It's gone now. Where'd it go? It's muted. Uh, it might have been Chris. Oh, we lost. I love being able to turn into the different animals in that game. I mean, yeah. that's, that's like, I mean, come on, that is, that's incredible, you know? So, out of the whole Donkey Kong series, who do you think is the best animal buddy? Oof. I it's think gotta it's be Rambi. It's Rambi. It's oh, Rambi without it's a doubt. It's, 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 it's on guard. That's me. Who do you think here with your on guard? On guard, for sure. See, I don't think it's the ostrich. See, I never know what no. the ostrich is. <laughs> no. What he espresso. can espresso, yeah. I never know what he can like not get hit by and what he can. Oh, he, he dies, everything yeah. kills him. He has, he's, he's the worst, leg. yeah. He really is. So, I, I don't know who's the best, but espresso's the worst in my opinion. <laughs> no arguments here. I'll take I'll, I'll, squawks can go away. Who needs squawks? Nobody needs squawks. Squawks is a main Ramby, Ramby's the best, and I'll tell you why. Like. The water levels are not the hardest levels in the world, so having no, the swordfish yeah. is, is like overkill, right? Rambi, you're attacking like significantly better. You breeze through levels when you sure. have Rambi or Winks. I don't know about the also. platforming, but definitely the attacking. I don't know. Yeah. I find him to be way less slippery than Diddy or Donkey. That might be true, yeah. He's just a rock, right? He lands, he jumps, and he lands. He is. He's not going anywhere. Man, I am just, like, this is, like, the first game that had a water level that didn't make me hate myself. It didn't suck. <laughs> it has, like, really great music, as was mentioned earlier, and, yeah. like, it's not super hard. <laughs> it's, like, really relaxing. 
Swimming is relaxing in that game. I love every other the game. water level. It's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so what you're saying, I gotta give it another chance, is what you're saying, right? Give it another chance. Here's my thing. Here, here's my thing, Tim. And I totally hear you. Like, like I didn't like, grow up on is... it, so that's I. I don't know if that's yeah. it or what. But sure. I have incredible nostalgia for it. Whatever. And there's and there's a thousand <laughs> amazing platformers on the Super Nintendo. There's Yoshi's Island, all the Kirby games, all the Mario's. Even some of the mascot platformers are really good. So, it's not doing anything that's mind blowing. So you, it really is sort of a product of its time. And if you weren't there to experience. Like, like, in my mind, there was no difference in graphics between Donkey Kong Country and Toy Story. It was like, this is 3D. Yeah. We're looking at it, and it's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I was amazed by it the too. Fact, I remember that I was amazed. Just the by fact it. that it's just the fact that it's a serviceable platformer, and the characters were super recognizable for an eight-year-old. Like, it got me. It got me a thousand percent. That was my, my first game for Super Nintendo. There you Tim, go. did you play any of the newer ones? No, I did not. Did you play? I was gonna say if you like played, Tropical Freeze or something. Yeah, like if it. you yeah if you played Returns or Tropical Freeze, it might be hard to go back to the first Donkey Kong because the that. improvements are so much. Yeah. I mean, it's just a way better game later on. I didn't go to it, it because really I didn't. I again the, the DKC the original one didn't grab me, so I didn't was like never went to it any of the releases. Oh. Tropical Freeze is one of the best platformers on the Switch. I mean, just in, in, incredible mechanics in that game. It's really fluid. And, I mean, it's challenging. Really challenging. Cool. I mean, it was good on the Wii U. Is it different on the Switch? I, I played it no, on the Wii no, U. I never I, played it on the Switch. So, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. It's funky. Other than you can funky. Surfboards, man. Come on. <laughs> you, get your, you get your funky Kong. Yeah, you're right. I liked that. I like the Switch version because... Um, Wii U version can be really frustrating. Like just platformingly, it just is very like mechanically weird. Sometimes you have to really mm-hmm. like get really good at it. But the Switch version, you can do funky mode with any of the characters, so you could just make the game easier if you want to, which I appreciate because I don't have a lot of time to dig into how really hard platformers anymore. So I just breeze that through it if I want to. Be sort of where they kind of set the niche for. Donkey Kong Country, at least now. And I don't know if this really applies as much with the Super Nintendo games, because like, Super Mario World's not really that much easier. But like, you compare that to like New Super Mario Bros. versus Donkey Kong Country Returns. Like, Donkey Kong Country Returns is a much harder game, I would say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, one thing that I am not a fan of for the Donkey Kong Country Returns series is I feel like the art style is not as mind-blowing as when mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country, the originals, came out. Like Nick was talking about, like, not Nick, uh, Dan was talking about, uh, the 3D graphics were like, I mean, even still, I think that's a very cool art style. There's not a lot of games that execute it as well as Donkey Kong did and does. Uh, but now he's just kind of generic cartoony to me. Doesn't not not as like <clears throat> unique looking. So like Donkey Kong Country Returns doesn't look as unique. It looks more like a Mario clone. I know it doesn't play that way, but it, like on the surface, it looks that way. Where the old one stood itself apart in style and gameplay with Donkey Kong Country. Uh, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the same camp as Tim though. I didn't I didn't like stick with it super 
super much, but it's I, I think it's cool. Like I I wish more games. I I kind of wish they would go back to that art style somehow because <laughs> I think it's more unique. Yeah, I like that. Explain the art style. I I mean I was I. I've heard it before where they have just taken like 3D renders and placed them in the backdrop. Does anybody know? And do you know about that? No. That's no? the whole. Okay. All of Donkey Kong Country is 3D renders. Yeah, and they just like they rendered them in some other form, and then they just like placed them like a, what you might call sprites yeah. in the uh, in the game. Yeah, they were it's rendered in Silicon Graphics <laughs> machines to yeah, turn yeah, them into 3D. It's, it's the same idea as Clay Fighter, right? They they molded it in clay. They took a picture of it. Same thing with Mortal Kombat. They took a picture Mortal, of somebody. Uh, yeah. Exactly the I, same thing. It's just a different. It's just a different method of taking a picture of something. Yeah. Well, different method of getting the original image. Yep. Like that's Mortal such Kombat, a videotaped actual people and then made that into right. sprite. But that that process is such a product of its time because mm-hmm. at the time your game could be hot trash, but if it looked cool, you would sell enough copies. Pit Fighter, kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, so many of those. Same technology. The game is trash. I remember that Pit Fighter. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> yes. This game sucks, <laughs> but it's got eight megs. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I think this copy doesn't work, so who cares? I'm gonna throw it away. <laughs> hey, Vin's made it back. If they, if if they made a game, if they made a game today that used that technology, they would, it would basically have to be like an emulation or like a like a purposeful artistic like, yeah. like interpretation of the 90s to be like hey we're gonna make it look like donkey Kong country because you missed that kind of stuff you know kind of like how they don't make polygonal 3d games anymore like that look like n64 games they don't make those you know they make no because there's more nostalgia though. for like that that like 2d format right it's like right like PlayStation or yeah like early playstation or early n64 like uh i think it really blew people's mind at the time but you have nostalgia for that the the early kind of polygonal features you know i i think that we'll start to see a little bit of that because those that generation's getting sure. older but yeah I, minecraft is the only thing that comes to mind that takes advantage of that kind of thing and honestly, that was that was a limitation of the software they had at the time too. So it's like, hmm. and then they try to update that, and everybody was like, "No, that's okay." Yeah, <laughs> you can get updated graphic well, packs, but no, it's like I think if somebody made like a low poly 3D game, people would just be saying it looks like Minecraft. They wouldn't even think about the N64. Right. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be True. drastically different. It would have to be like like the pictures. The pictures of faces implanted on a flat face that looks like Goldeneye, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> let's bring that back. Let's, let's not. Okay, so here's the question I have. How do you get 101%? Because I have 100%, and I have the little exclamations on all of the worlds. So how do you get to 101? Anybody know? 
Somebody did it, and I don't remember who it was. In the I they posted. Think John, I think Blanco did it. It depends. I've seen it a few times. Usually, the one people miss is there is a double bonus area. I got that one, but I didn't get it the first time, and I'm wondering if that's the issue. I think I've heard that's the problem. Yeah. If you don't get it the first time you go to that bonus room, it doesn't count or whatever. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was at 99, and then I got the double bonus room, and it got me to 100. Yeah, you got to get all the single bananas. I didn't do it the first time, so I'm stuck at 100. Not bitter about it at all. All the single bananas? All the single bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's appealing. Bad <laughs> <laughs> jokes abound. Who would have thought? What a silly bunch. There you go. Ha ha. Ha ha. Come on, the where's the rest? That. Let's go. Keep them coming. <laughs> no, we saved the worst for last. You like it? You should put a peel on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have uh, would give me a thumbs down too. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can get a hold of uh, Vincent and see if I can help him. So I'm gonna step away for a moment. You guys keep chatting there. I wouldn't mind putting mine of just like this up and just it just came and went by me while I was trying to to get in here. Nope. Um, We're saving it to line yeah, it up for I, you to knock it out of the park. <laughs> Oh, that is that is fantastic. You're the man, Tim. You're the man. <laughs> well, um, personally, I've got you know some. Okay, uh, okay. I thought maybe some, I was the only one. Like mixed feelings about. Oh wait a minute, Vincent. Hold on. What emulation? Hold on, Vincent. You got. Hold on. Yeah. You guys can't hear Vincent. Hold on. You guys can't hear. I can't. Wrecked. I cannot I, hear it. I can hear him. I can hear him. I can hear him. I hear him. Raise your hand if I can you hear, hear him. him, and I still hear the the echo. <laughs> yes, yeah, when we talk, when we talk, yeah. definitely that's when we get the echo. Uh, but when he talks, I don't hear an echo. But I can hear him. Yeah. Just fine. Hey Vince, maybe try uh, muting. Yeah, I am getting. Like, see if that if the echo goes away for that. I'm, yeah. When, I don't know if the problem is so much the mic because I've got DSL internet where I'm at and it's only uploading like less than one megabit. And that could yeah, be an issue. I mean, I'm not even in the six or anything. Yeah. So, so like, what the heck, man? Do you have? Are you listening through us mm-hmm. to your with your uh, headphones you or through speakers? Your, with your uh, headphones or through speakers. I'm just going through the speaker on my tablet. Okay. And that's probably why we yeah. hear ourselves is through that. If, on a tablet. That's if you if you're using headphones yeah. then you would hear it just through your uh you know your earpieces. I mean, I've got Bluetooth headphones here. I might help with that, but it kinda I don't know, kinda makes the sound janky. Okay. But you can try that again. If you're also trying to share your video, it might if you disable that, that might help. If you've got low bandwidth, that might help the audio go through cleaner. 
So can everybody hear him now, or Dan, Nick, still not hearing him? I can hear him, and Dan, what I did, I went to his specific user, and just, he was already at 100%, but I just moved it, and then all of a sudden his voice popped up. If you go to his specific user under chit chat, um, right click, and then all of a sudden he was already at 100%, so there was no reason I shouldn't have heard him, but I just moved it, and then I heard him. It just, he He's just started. Right now? I didn't know you can do that, so. I'm not hearing anything if he is. Talking He's not right talking now. right now. I'm not hearing him now either. <laughs> He's not saying anything right now. N.A. All right. Hey, my cousin Vinny. Vincent, are you trying to connect? I got nothing. Uh, okay. Thought I heard something, Vincent. Hear is, that, is that you can hear him? Because that was you couldn't hear him before. I don't know what that means. I can hear him now. See? You just had to move the slider. It's oh. crazy all right, Vincent, you might just have to go back to what you were doing before. Like we said, if it was us talking, we can hear the echo. But if it's just you, we can't We can't hear the echo. So, yeah, I tried just... to do a disabled video. I don't know if that was for everyone or just for me. For him. Does, does everyone see that or is it just me? I still see the block spinning. I was going to say, I've never had video for him. I, he's just been frozen. Okay. That's a picture for me. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> so weird. Everybody's different. Yeah. And I was trying to look for that option, too, Jesse, to see if I can disable it for him, the video part. Yeah, I, I think that's just a, disabled for me, not for mm -hmm. everybody. Okay. Yeah, you're just shutting off your own camera. So I think if he wants to continue with the old way, he'll just need to say his part and then mute. And then let us continue. Yeah. Yeah. Back in. Yes. Yeah. Just unmute whenever you want to talk, like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, pretty much. Go walkie-talkie, Vince. <laughs> the, actually, if he goes to his settings, he can set that up where he can use the space bar as a like a walkie-talkie thing. Where if he wants well, to yeah, talk, he's on a tablet. He's not. Oh yeah, that's PC. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind that. <laughs> All right, Vincent. I don't know if hopefully you can hear us. Uh, he's probably trying to connect those Bluetooth headphones, and now we just screwed him up more. <laughs> I just had, I had a work call today that was just this bad. Like every, everybody dropped off. Like oh yeah, it was supposed to, it was like okay now so and so will be presenting, and then it was like silence. Like, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, I, I know yeah. he loves being the internet, on these things. The too. internet was not ready. Yeah, the internet was not ready for COVID. Not at all. <laughs> I wanted Vincent on here so he could talk about his topic here and just get. And I'm sure he's frustrated just as much as you know. I know I do. I get frustrated with technology when it's not working my way. He looks like he dropped off. Probably just come back on again. So, but definitely the topic is about emulation. So, I don't know how familiar you guys are. That's the main dish, if you will. The if you go to a buffet. And they got that prime roast, prime rib off the side you can go get slices of, you know, that, uh, from the chef. <laughs> if you've ever been to one of those buffets, uh, that's what this is. That's the main dish you go up there. And this is uh, what we're serving is the emulation, the good or bad side of it. Whether or not you do it, or and maybe we can talk about that, uh, whether you b believe it should be a legal thing or illegal thing or how you do it, we can... Uh, we definitely wanted to talk about that. 
It looks like Antonio had some problems too because he fell off as well. Oh, he's he left because he's gonna crash. <laughs> I thought he said he crashed, but he's he's going to crash. <laughs> All right, so Antonio left us because he's he's tired. So hopefully Vincent can get back on, but we can start the conversation here. And it's basically, we'll start with this. Have any of you dabbled with em, uh, with the emulation side of things? <laughs> For many years. All right. Yeah, all right. I've got a I've got a Nintendo Wii that I will never get rid of because I have all of the Nintendo Entertainment System on it. Shameless, sir. I don't know. I mean, for recording this, then uh, well, whatever. Let me let me bit off of that because I know a lot of you shook your heads or raised your hands about on that. But let me ask you this. Let me build off of this. So, why did you go ahead and do that? Why did you want to have you say all of Nintendo games or just all of NES games? All NES games. All NES games. So you got all the NES games on your Wii. Um, why did you want to do yeah. that? Well, it was a little bit of nostalgia. I mean, I, I can't say I owned 700 <laughs> NES games. Right. So, sure, there were some that I wanted to try for the first time. And there was others that, you know, those that's comfort food a little bit. Zelda 2, I could play that for hours just I'm having a bad day. Yeah, but I mean, I understand that. Yes, someone created this, and they do deserve credit for their work. But yeah, I mean, I'm also not going to buy 700 NES games either. So I would never have played them. Is it because of the availability, though, too? Where you know, yeah, you got some through either virtual console or through other means. Like if you had to go buy the original system and had to go buy all the games. Obviously, you said you can't buy all 700 because that would be a lot of money, especially those ones that are harder to find. So was it just mainly because it was an easier way to get to those and be able to play those? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, we were talking earlier about like two GameCube games being available on um, from GameStop online. Yes. And it's like, that's... That's the point where I think it's justifiable when a game is like no longer possible to obtain without spending exuberant amounts of money to not even to, it's not going to the developer in that in those cases because you're buying it off a scalper. You're buying it used. Well, yeah, if you're not buying it new, then you know they don't get any of that money. So at that point, if they don't offer it as a you know available from the manufacturer then I don't, I mean, still they own the, the property itself, but I don't see why there should be any issue with the, uh, you know, playing these games at that point. Well, and this is another thing people bring up is what if the game is not available in my country? Now, in some countries, that's yeah. a big concern. In the U.S., less so. But, you know, some like of the games that I have little regret is Mother 3. And exactly. Especially because if I emulate it, I can download a patch which has a very well-put-together fan translation so I can read the game in English because I don't know Japanese. And I did the same, actually, for uh, Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War on the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of Fire Emblem games. Yeah, 3CA. Yeah, 
have like one and only game that I uh, these days though I did a lot more emulation when I was younger, but these days I just I just want to play fucking Gotcha Force. All I want to do, I just want to play Gotcha Force on GameCube. <laughs> I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for it, so yeah. you know what? I'm gonna emulate that crap. Excuse my French. Yeah, I was just I was I was the same when I you know when I in my twenties thirties I would uh, do was it more into the emulation scene. You know, Ooh. I was, and even before you know pre Wii, you know, I had. A, a large NES and SNES library in the you know late 90s early 2000s mainly because that was the only way to do it there was no virtual console at that time yet then right. I got to the point you know I don't know if you remember when uh, the Wii launched about maybe three or four years into its life cycle I started getting into the, the Wii hacking scene uh, and I, what so started started out reading uh, like wehacks.com and their guides and stuff, and and I eventually became a moderator over there for a while, and then I'll, and I, I stopped when the Wii U launched because I didn't want to do anything with the Wii U, and then I went back to the site like a year, two years later, and like the whole thing was just malware to hell. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this site. <laughs> And besides just translations too, I mean emulation allows for you know something closer to modding that you just don't get in a console. And PC you can mod games and like you know PC games are usually quite mod friendly, but uh, console games are usually it's it, it's a closed box. You're not supposed to mess with what's in the game. But you know, and even the simple stuff, I was I got a lot of mileage out of Pokemon randomizers back in the, you know it just shuffles around which pokemon appear where so it it breathed new life into a game that i'd already played on my game boy but now you know i can go on to you know find a dratini on route one sometimes and it opens up the doorway to uh homebrew developers that mm-hmm. you know that they wouldn't you can't get an snes dev kit anymore but you know with third you know third party tools and People can write new SNES software and run it in the on the emulators. And like we mentioned with uh, GameCube, I mean, Nintendo doesn't offer those titles anywhere else. There's no virtual console. Uh, you have to own the OEM hardware and software to play those games. Now, if Nintendo is offering these in a virtual console, I could see their argument, but they're not selling you these games anymore. Well, so what, and, about, what about the people that emulate current current games? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't. We, I'm not a fan of piracy. No, exactly. Yeah, if, if but uh, you know, this is more. So yeah, yeah, the people who are ripping Mario Odyssey and sharing that online, like now, just buy the Wrong. damn game yeah. if you want to play it. But yeah. so. So then, I, I know this is kind of like devil's advocate here, but like, where's the line drawn? Then mm-hmm. is it? Well, it was on the last. It was on the last console, and I can't buy it now. 
but I mean, like Pikmin three, like that's coming over. Like there, it's it's kind of gets gray on like yeah. where that line's drawn. What we've and, been talking about so far is all like really classic. Yeah, it, and that, that line be... moves depending on what's being ported. Like again, if we had this conversation a year ago, I would say Pikmin three. I wouldn't have any problem if it, people wanted to download it and emulate it. But you know, but now I'd say wait three months and buy it on the Switch. And that would be Nintendo's argument there, is, yeah. well, no, we're not selling this game right now, but we would like to in the future, or like to at least keep that option open, and so we have to protect our property right now. They, don't, they haven't been telling us the new game's coming out for until two or three months before release, so how do we know? We don't know <laughs> until they tell us. It doesn't seem like anybody's going after individuals for uh, having ROMs. It's more like no. they're going after the distribution of the ROM. Yeah. Right, because that's where the money is. You can sue that person for the value of every person that downloaded it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's one ROM, okay, you know, you go through an expensive lawsuit to get, what, you know, $15 for a... Exactly. They own... Uh, and a at retail price. Yeah, they, they could sue for the retail price of the game, too. I mean, I have less problem with having a... a and especially if, if you torrent, though. Shut up all the functionality. Um, if you torrent, though, then legally you are on the hook for everybody else who torrents because of how torrenting works. Yeah, it's all shared. You are sharing bits of that file with everybody else. Yep. <laughs> I gotta duck out, guys. It is getting... I'm going to about to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that. You got to stay on uh, now. I want to see I Dan into turn into... Plan. I didn't even drink that other energy drink. <laughs> I bought two. And I was like, I'll be up till like four if I drink and drink one tonight. I gotta... <laughs> Tomorrow. I All right, Dan. Drink the one Have a good one. Already. Four, four anyway, right what's up, guys? Now. See you, Dan. See you later, Dan. Dan. I'm with Borderlands. <laughs> but then, to go nice. back and, and this is just to kind of cover all the angles but to go back to the you know current gen stuff what if you live in brazil they're working on it now but up until recently you couldn't buy a switch in brazil right yeah. right and i haven't heard if the tariffs are still an issue or if the tariffs slipped or uh, were lessened over what they were f- five years ago oh, so i I heard my experience, though, so is you try to use emulators Terrence. on, like, a PC, and maybe my PC was just garbage, but, like, I had issues getting games to work on a PS2 emulator back in, like, 2009, so... Well, the emulators were garbage still back then, because... Yeah. It used to I don't be know if that... they've improved for current-gen stuff. That They, they have. You generally... Auto circulation for at least ten years before there's a one software good enough to replicate it, and two computers with powerful enough to do so. Like N64s, mm-hmm. you w- you didn't see a good N64 emulator in pro- until probably 2010, mm-hmm. because yeah. that was that was a powerhouse machine that it required you know, for the PC to emulate it needs to be ten times as as powerful, pretty much. Probably a little exaggeration there, but there is an overhead. Yeah. Like, I, I just now... well, and, and that's kind yes. of my, like, who's emulating Switch games, and what kind of PC do they have, and can I have one? 
<laughs> right. Well, I could... It's probably got, how much is that thing? <laughs> to... See, my system can probably emulate the Switch. You know, the Switch isn't that, you know, it's, again, we, we talked mm. about this when near when it launched, but it's probably equivalent to a 360. We're a little bit more powerful than that. Sure. So, but it, it, I've also got a beefy machine. You you know what everything I do for the site <laughs> runs off that that computer, but again, not so not 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 everyone has a computer that can do what mine can do, and it's currently three years old. I was gonna throw in piggybacking off that idea. Like for me, I I, I think I tried to emulate. This would be a number of years ago. I tried to emulate some Super Nintendo games that I had as a kid. Was, at the time, my mom hadn't given up on letting me take the console with me, which I did finally get. But um, I wanted to play some of those games. And the, the technical know-how you need to be able to set up the emulator and find the game that you want, it like it's not an easy thing to get into, if that makes any sense. Like You, you have to... You're not going to be a kid, like, figuring out how to do this. This this is, like, you need some tech savvy. Yeah, like I said, I do. It was most, that was my 20s and 30s, <laughs> messing with yeah. stuff like this. And I think the technical hurdle just, like, it killed it for me. Like, I, I, I never have had a need to emulate anything. Um, it was kind of like a, a whim. And then that technical hurdle, it just never, I never tried it ever again. <laughs> I, I tried running, like, Wii U emulator. And I couldn't get it running, but mainly because I think, you know, the the disk images that I had were still encrypted. So you have to have a decryption key in order to do it. And the ones like we're finding didn't match. And I don't even know if there is a switch emulator yet. Just so that the, the people that are downloading switch games are, are playing them on a switch, right? Just on on a modded switch. So that, that's yeah, the yeah. Other... I was just saying it's modding. Yeah. See, this is why I really wanted to have NHL 94 on the Switch. Because there's a site where you can get this on your PC and you can play it online. It's just, let's be honest, the, the, the technical requirements my PC yeah, isn't good enough to do it anymore. And to set up the uh, port forwarding and, and everything on my on my modem to get to be able to host games and play games, it's... I'm not. I'm not a programmer. I can't. I can't really handle that stuff. Uh, if if this uh, NHL '94 rewind, this is. I'll buy it. I'll buy a new Switch Lite. Just will this be my NHL '94 Switch Lite? <laughs> I'll not be able to have it. I'll put decals. And on I mean, I'll be that. <laughs> that's that's all it's for. Yep. That's it. I love it. It's locked down '94. I bring it up too, though, because I think the emulation is almost always an inferior experience to, you know, getting the actual retail game and playing it on the console. Um, Especially on more and more modern machines that are hard like, to emulate. Even, even Mother 3, like, there's a pretty glaring issue with emulating that game, which is it has rhythm-based elements, and there's a delay in button presses reading, registering on the emulator, so it's really difficult to actually do that part of the game. Now, the game's easy enough, you don't really need to be good at that, but it's still, like, it's a part of the game you just kind of miss out on. Yeah, Zach was saying he, when he played it, uh, he was, he flashed it onto a cart and played it on uh, GBC hard, GBA hardware. 
see, I can go down the basement, I can play NHL 94 on, on the SNES right now. The only way I'm going to be able to beat Tim and his Red Wings online <laughs> if it's on Switch. And that's what I really want. Yes. It's a challenge. It's a, I'll take that challenge when that comes out. I'm throwing it down right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And of course, by Outside of of Nintendo stuff, I still do emulation every you know every month when I, I update my arcade cabinet over here with the latest version of Mame and, and install the the new ROMs that's supported with it. So you know, again, that th- I think it supports like thirty thousand machines, and of course I'm not going to have thirty thousand arcades <laughs> in my house. <laughs> right. That's another thing and that I very I. I and I, I probably only played 15 or 20 of them. And that's another thing that emulation would be good for is those arcade games that you don't necessarily want to buy or can't buy or don't have the space for or all of the above, you know. So you can just emulate it on one machine, which is pretty cool. Those are those are sweet, like emulate arcade cabinets that just have like a whole bunch yeah, of don't know you, I, can, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't I tried to move my camera so you can see it but uh, it's the, the cord's taut so I can't pull it out far enough but it is over there <laughs> right right now that backlight is hard for us to see anything because it's really shiny on your camera we got you got flare going you might be able to see the corner of you might be able to see the yeah the corner of my baby pack <laughs> yeah. machine. You got JJ Abrams flair going right there. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna say JJ Abrams. Yeah, that's my baby pack man machine right there. And then, <laughs> yep. Is your camera cord in in the middle of all your streaming cords? <laughs> What's that? Uh, the streaming cord that you showed on Discord. Uh, guys, I'm back. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hey Elvis. We can hear yeah, you. We got you. Yeah. Is there still echo? I'm in my house now. No, no echoes. <laughs> no echo. We don't hear trains. <laughs> Was it better? Or... You sound great. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the train and, station. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think the mask was helping <laughs> the clarity either. Yeah, because it, it was very hard to hear you with that going. But we got the gist of it. But we're glad you got to join on. It's cool. Yeah, Jesse was just telling us about his uh, Art. arcade machines. I have never emulated anything. Not really because I don't want to or just I've just never had a need. But I will say my office with my staff and when somebody comes into my office or when we're in a meeting, um, my my thing I'll say to them when they say, well, I don't know if we should do this, but and I'll always say the justification train is about to leave the station is that correct so let's let's all hop on and you take us for a ride and listening to you guys i gotta say it's hilarious because y'all know i mean most of it you're all like well maybe if we just do it like this or you know i mean nintendo hasn't really given us the ability to do it so i mean you know it's it's okay i mean it's on nintendo at this point really people the the justification train has done left the station and i'm happy to jump on it but it is funny to listen Yes. Yeah, it is a fun conversation to have. But let's put it this way: if you were telling your kids that you were emulating new games, then there is a there's it's there's a moral side to it. So, like, I would never, I would tell my son if he wants a game, you save up your money and you buy it. Like that's that's not something I'm gonna tell him is okay. But you know, games that are 
older than me. I'm not sure. Yeah. You should buy yourself. My opinion. I'm sorry, what was that? I didn't quite get it. What were you saying? To me, uh, I was saying like there should be like a like a, a limit on what games you can emulate. Like up to like PlayStation, you can download those games and worry free. But anything more than that, it's probably like kind of down upon. Be a goalpost for everybody, though. Like yeah, what we do with uh, like what's what's done with music. What's done with music going into public domain? Like, all right, if it's back this far, it's public domain. Anybody can get it. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And public domain's a weird thing too, because you know, you then again, the brought up and time and time again, Disney keeps kicking back how long they can hold on to Mickey Mouse. Now, I was going to say the same thing. The, the Disney's a big driver on changing public domain rules. Well, even then again, that, like, like versions of Batman just hit went into public domain. Funny enough, so it's like that's not going to work out either. Some of these songs that are just coming into public domain are like, you know. 50 plus years old <laughs> video games haven't even been around that long so <laughs> well, and certainly like it's in Nintendo's interest to say you know nobody else can just start making Mario games Mario is not going to be public domain and I can kind of see that I can see why they should be able to say that but you know who's to say Mario Super the original Super Mario Bros isn't you know something that we should just be able to Republish just like you would republish a classic book or a classic film. You can do that as well. Yeah, for as many times as I've bought Super Mario Brothers, uh, I'll I'll emulate that one all I want. I like me like ten times throughout all the Nintendo systems. Yeah, I think I've bought Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link on every any or any every Nintendo console I own. I might have as well. But if that was actually the case, you wouldn't even have to go to some CD corner of the internet to get a ROM versus the Mario. That's kind of what I was saying. They all. What was that, Nick? Better. I mean, I don't get it. Well, I'll emulate that if I want because I've bought it twenty times. Well, why the hell did you emulate it? Have you bought it? No, at that point, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you could have bought it zero times if you were going to emulate it. Yeah. I, I mean, I bought. I owned that game before emulation was, you know, <laughs> before you were going to emulate anything. Nobody was. I don't think anybody was emulating things in, you know, late '80s. But isn't that the idea? As long as you, as, you, as long as you've owned it once. Well, and that's the thing yeah. too. Is you know, you never technically own it. You're well, kind of renting it. I was going to yeah, say, you would need a digital rights lawyer in here to really, I mean, because there's a yeah. lot of squishy language yeah. and all that. You'd have to still have be in possession of a cartridge to at least have a chance to be legally uh, uh, to stand in a court, because I could buy a cart, sell it to someone else, doesn't mean I have now the right to pirate it, because that's, and even owning the cart, downloading someone else's copy doesn't really technically count either. Make my own copy of the of right. my own cart, and then I still have to. If I sell sell the cart, I have to destroy the copy. I'm and what if you buy the cart, but the cart is damaged, so you still own the cart. You won't play off the cart anymore. 
Well, then you won't have a ROM off of it then. Well, you <laughs> will start first. <laughs> I mean, but even then, uh, there's there's so much gray there that I I'd like I don't know. It, it would be hard for them to prove that you didn't make your own ROM for that, right? Fifty thousand shades of gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, um, I do find it interesting just comparing to like the PC game space because I can I can download a game I can even apply mods to a game to play myself I can even share my mods for the game with other people as long as I'm not sharing the actual game files I can share the you know the thing you put in the game files with even installer for them you can play a 20 year old game on a modern PC without any problem yep. well there do tend to be problems if you play things made for, you know, Windows XP on yeah. a Windows yeah. PC. Okay, some problems. Starting on 2000, they started getting smarter with that. Like, if I, well, if I, I could install Diablo 2 and that would still play just fine. That's because that's Blizzard. <laughs> they were still updating that game until like two years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, that's but, uh, also true. That's super but, Something like we were talking about with uh, people that are emulating current, you know, generation stuff. I mean, unless it's a first-party game from Sony, I don't see why you would want, like, need to emulate anything. Because most of the uh, third-party stuff comes to PC anyway. Mm -hmm. You have all kinds of options there. It's strictly first-party at this point that people, I would think, unless you're just flat-out wanting to steal it, uh, why you well, wouldn't even realistically that's a big motivator for you know all the traffic that you know people people download I mean people pirate because they don't want to pay you know and strictly speaking emulating is not the same as piracy but it it, it the one drives the other right it, it's, it's right. technically possible if very difficult for me to yeah. buy a cartridge and move the files off the cartridge and then play it on an emulator. But nobody like, does. Like going back oh, to my Wii mod stuff, that, that's a good example of, you know, modding the Wii itself is legal. It voids the warranty, yes, but it's legal. What you do with it may or may not be legal. But like, <laughs> I, I it the software that gives you the ability to rip your own disc onto a hard drive for you to make the backup copy and play off of it, and that again, that's. That's the gray area, but at least it's, you haven't downloaded it, and it's to be the definition of piracy. You've made your own copy. Uh, again, that may don't know if it'll hold up in court still, but it's based on other definitions that we've talked about of what piracy is. This is probably the cleanest version and the less illegal version of it. But with you can't, it's harder to do that with an NES cart. You know, yes, there are yeah, technology to do it. But I don't own that that technology. Yeah, and my understanding is it's pretty defensible to even make copies as long as you don't give them to anyone else. If you don't give them or right. sell them. Because then you're competing with Nintendo who sells them. Right. Even right. if you're giving them for free because you're probably getting something in return. People visit well, even, even the emulator itself, that software should be legal unless you stole property from Nintendo to create it. Like, if you backed into that property yourself, there's nothing illegal about that. 
Right. That's where, with the GigaLeak, a lot of the emulator emulation authors have to be careful about, you know, they might look at the code to see find ways to improve their code, but they, as long as they don't use code directly out of what was leaked, correct. You know, that would make that would make that that program you just copy it and paste it and change the title, change the comments. Is that gonna mean? Copy guess they'll make it obvious that you copied it. Well, uh, guys, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna hop off the call. It's super late here. I'm on, I'm on East Coast time, so Same I know here. a lot of you guys are. But I am, yeah, super tired. But it was super fun. Thank you for having, it, letting me join. <laughs> that's what it's here for, for all of us to just chit chat. <laughs> oh, nice, nice to meet y'all. Nice seeing you, yep. Andrew. Thanks for stopping by. Ben's trying to get back out for a while. Starts at like nine. Ben died heard? again. <laughs> hey guys, have you um? While we're talking about emulation, have you covered the uh, topic of game preservation? My you at it? How that conflicts with emulation? No, it's a good good point. Uh, we did touch on it a little bit, uh, but not fully yet. What, what do you got for that? About pres- preservation? It just means games that you know, don't exist anymore, and the only way you can play them is via emulation. Like, for example, the Scott Pilgrim game is, a, you know, I mean, well, there's rumors that that might come back, but now you can only play via emulation, or just games that have just been found yeah. through emulation. It's like... Well, we, def- it, we definitely it, touched it, on it, that. It, it's just more of, uh, when you say, we didn't say the word preservation, and I think that is a good term to use when we talk about using emulation for that, for pre- preserving those type of games that maybe lost that we can't download anywhere or access anywhere because uh, we want to preserve again that's that train ride we're taking that nick was talking about but you know <laughs> uh well, and again the counterpoint to that is you know it may like with scott pilgrim like it may come back yes or one for a long time that was an example was it before it was known as earthbound zero originally titled just earthbound because it was the first mother game that was translated to English, and you could get that version, you know, because it was actually a finished. Somebody got the cartridge, but there was only one cartridge yeah. ever made. Well, that's the thing. North American. There's really? eventually it was released on the Wii U eShop. Yep, as they found beginnings. I can't remember which game. Now, he's probably another good example. Thirty years. I can't remember which game it was. There was a game that was lost, but because of people emulating it and having the code for it i think the company came back and got it and my I, was it square enix and their one of their final was fantasy that, games game? or something from the blizzard where they lost the code and someone found it in their national like the one tim's talking about is final fantasy 8 i believe yeah and they oh, yeah. lost the original source code for the uh for the playstation 1 version uh but due to it being emulated on pc a whole lot the uh square just kind of grabbed a hold of that and then reproduced it so that that's true yeah so decompile that's an example of where the preservation helped in a way (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily i mean i don't necessarily think that's the justification train unless you're just one guy in the basement that thinks he's preserving all the games uh but like you know 
I mean, there are. I'm trying to think of the one that IGN oftentimes props up and supports. Um, it's it's you know like a legit museum of of video game game of video games and video game code, and that's kind of what they do. I mean, it's a nonprofit. I'm trying to think of what it is called. They talk about it on GameScoop all the time. Um, but anyway, so I mean, I think that's a thing, and I don't I don't necessarily have an issue with that um, because their legit organization with the mission statement yeah. to do exactly that. Now, you know, if I'm Nick down here and I'm just like scooping up emulations saying that I'm observing games, uh, uh, well, I don't know. That's probably, you probably hopped on the train <laughs> at that point. I mean, Nick, the, the justification train, I remember when I actually had the Wii mod, I had to go to a store, it was just north of Toronto, and they open, they had to open it up, insert a, a chip, and, and so the guy, his justification was, you can share videos and and, fo- and photos with people, and, and that sort of thing. Oh, but by the way, you can also play rocks on it. So it was like a side benefit that was not the intention at all. Yeah, because half the people were going to get the, the ability to put photos and videos on their Wii. <laughs> right? Like, nobody does that. <laughs> but now, like, four or five years after I had done it, I remember a colleague at work was saying, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. I can get all those games because all I need is a flash drive and that mod. It's a soft mod now. You don't need to do the physical uh, altering of the of the console anymore. And now, and at that point, they're like, well, I mean, it was about the, that all the time. It was never about sharing photos, but now it's really just about. If I wanted to shell out the money, but it just, you know, I just don't want to. And it's like, I'm just okay with missing out on that. And there's games, you know, I'd like to play Spider-Man, but I'm just not going to because I'm playing other games instead that I like almost as much as I would like Spider-Man. So. I started listening to a podcast that they're playing every NES game released in North America. Chronologically in order. Nostalgia. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm not going to be able to play along with all the games, even when I emulate it, because like stadium events, I don't have uh, the track pad or whatever it is, and to literally track one of these down, that's thousands of dollars from what I've seen online. They're definitely playing some of these games through emulation, (laughs) right? So they're not playing all of them either, and just the the regular Nintendo track pad. Yeah, the track pad. I have one. I mean, I don't think it's worth a thousand dollars. Well, this no, it's the game. The game. Stadium yeah. events is. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say the game is worth a lot, but the pad right. itself is not. But how how easy is it to get one? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I picked one up a while back at a yard sale. <laughs> yeah, I think Chris and I are. I'll and I'll have my old. This will be my my old man moment. Like, I I prefer to NES controller with four buttons, and I don't know. I just I'm, I'm having fun going back and playing the old catalog. Maybe more fun than some newer games that are out now. Don't get me wrong. I love the old. I played Donkey Kong Country with a Super NES controller. It's out, and I, I would, uh, I would say that's the best way to play that game by far. The, oh, yeah. the square controller, uh, I just can't get. I just that's just too square for me. It just drives me <laughs> crazy. But the SNES, I love the SNES controller. I'm down. And, and as much as I sound like I'm a pro, you know, emulation, I haven't done any emulation in 15 or 20 years myself. So I just, I, I, I hear the argument where you know. Nobody's offering these games. The only way you can kind of similar to what Dan was saying, the only way to get a hold of the one GameCube game that he wants is to spend three hundred fifty dollars, which Nintendo doesn't want you to do that either. Well, and we talked about ports earlier, but I mean, the games that get ported are the ones that everybody is actually going to buy, right? You know, they're not porting, you know, Ribbit King. Ribbit King, right? And even even Ribbit King's even a game that has fans, but it's not enough, yeah. right? And they're definitely not going to be porting like you know some. I, I, I bet if they did Doshin the Giant, Gary would be all over that. They would. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, Nintendo doesn't. They're they're, they're not going to be porting Page Master for the Super Nintendo. Like mm-hmm. it's just not a good game. Nobody wants it. Nobody even remembers that movie besides me, probably. Um. Oh, no good movie but i mean yeah there's an argument there but it's like honestly i'm i'm okay with that like the stuff the really good stuff is going to be re-released there is a loss there the the stuff that's just weird or niche or ahead of its time falls by the wayside but there's not a good way to prevent that i don't think like I can't remember if it was the Dad Crossing guys or uh, Dads After Dark. They were talking about how uh, the non-Nintendo system sometimes will discount their games six months, a year after they're released. And Nintendo won't because they don't want to undercut the, I guess, the resale market. So I found that really interesting that, yeah, if I, if I just wait, if, I mean, I don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation, but if I wanted to wait six months, I'm all of a sudden saving... 20% right off the bat. It's not even six months. It's like two months anymore. Right. Yeah, most, most a lot of the bigger games, you know, well, the bigger games will probably have a longer shelf life, but the majority of the games, the stores keep that stuff rotating on and off the shelf. So after, yeah, I mean, if you think it, about it, they're gone. Game enthusiasts will beat the game in like a month and they'll trade it back in if they're not a collector. Right. So, I just looked this up because I was interested because you're talking, you know, games. I played a game called Pacific Theater. It's PTO2, Pacific Theater of Operations 2, uh, back when I was a kid. It's a turn-based strategy game of, like, World War II that I absolutely fell in love with. So, um, But I've never been able to find it anywhere. It's made by Koai back in the day. Um, and so I did find it on here. But as Sam says, it's specifically down here. It, it says, 
fortunately there are problems with this. Most of the most of the features from the Super Nintendo version are not included in this PC version. Only a bare bones basic battle can be done. So like wait, wait, you get what? Wait, wait, what game you're talking about again? Sorry, Chrono Trigger. No, 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 no. It's it's a very obscure title that I loved as a kid called Pacific Theater of Operations Two. The Super NES title. And I played the crap out of it, but I've never been able to find it again. And uh, so I just looked it up on here, and I did find, like, an emulation, but, like, it, it seems like most of the game's not even there. So, it's just it's interesting. And even for some of the games that people say, well, you know, this game just, you know, they didn't sell enough copies of it, but people found out about, it, like, say, like, Xenoblade for the Wii, the original version, that, you know, was very hard to find for a while. Well, it did get released, so... No, the reason why it was real rare is because it was a GameStop exclusive. Mm-hmm. After they originally said they had no plans on releasing it in North America. So here you go, Nick. You can get uh, PTO for the SNES for uh, 17 bucks on eBay. eBay? Yeah, $17. Oh. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, As much as people say, oh, I can't buy the original hardware, like... Have you looked at eBay? You can buy a lot of stuff for not, you know. I mean, I, mean it, I still have a yeah, Retron hard here that'll hard play most games I throw at it. I mean, I mean your your mileage will vary on what you're looking for. It's like if you're looking for a copy of Earthbound, you're 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 going to be right. spending more than buy you know, two hundred bucks. You can also get Earthbound on the you know you could buy a Wii exactly. <laughs> well, and that's that's one of the ones that I would say you know Nintendo's offering this. You know, mm-hmm. so Earthbound would not be a game that you're looking for, but I do what I did during the lockdown and play it on a flashcard because I spend so much money on mine, so I had to use it for something. I used to have a well, like, realistically, like how many how many Earthbounds are there out there that people really want to play and aren't getting re-released. Uh, I guess it's different when you have the mods uh, offered. Like, the guys who do the NHL at 94 Online have a version of the game with the current rosters, and they've also added the new teams with all the graphics and everything as well. So you can play NHL 94 with 2,000 rosters, and you'll update it for the regular season, then you'll update it for the playoffs, and then do it again the following season. So, but I mean, see, at that point, you can't even get that if you find NHL 94. You know, if you buy an NHL 94, no. you, can't, you can't play it online. You can't play it with the 2020 roster. Probably only had half of the 94 roster. <laughs> if anybody plays it now that isn't familiar with that, they'll be like, who are these made-up people on these teams? What's going on? <laughs> If you're a fan, yes, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, if somebody were to walk in and just check it out, you know, like, what's this hype about NHL 94? Yeah. Well, was the, well, everybody is an executive, but he's not a player anymore. Yep. What was the hockey game you guys were talking about on the podcast this day? That's like, like a remake or something? NHL 94 re- Rewind, that's what we're referring to, that the rumor was. Yeah, I'm actually going to bring back a sports game. That's interesting 
Usually you just leave that to, to, to rot. Yeah, that, that, it was just a rumor though. So we're we're hoping for us fans that like like hockey and stuff. So come on, keep the faith. Sir. We're hoping. I'm just waiting for Blades of Steel to come to the the Switch Online. Yes. That'll be something. Did someone say late? That's my my son playing Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have to renew my PSN expires today, but I'm going to renew it next week. Paychecks like that. But anyway, uh, sorry, I lost train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> NHL. We were just talking about the NHL stuff and the just going back to emulation. There's one game. There's one older game I've always wanted to get. You know, it's usually pretty pricey, and it's not like crazy high, but just more than I'm willing to pay. And that's Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance, because the first Fire Emblem game I ever played was Radiant Dawn, which is a direct sequel to Path of Radiance. You know, by the time I realized that, you know, it was selling eBay for like seventy plus dollars, and I'm like, I don't want to pay that much. (laughs) No, that's more than I pay for a Wii game. That's the the next. Game, it's not just systems remakes. If you want to keep remaking five run games, like that game is never going to go down in price. It's still like two hundred freaking dollars. Yeah, that's the sad part. Yeah, it's definitely it's up there. Possible Nintendo will re-release that. I think it's more likely they'll re-release some of the um, Japanese only games. I, I actually think Fire Emblem Four: Genealogy of the Holy War is. This is a good shot at being the next Fire Emblem game to come out. Right. I think they need to just uh, release a Fire Emblem collection with the older titles. I, mean, uh, I think a lot have, of them are too obscure. To translate the old ones. I don't think anyone was there. Six did not come to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't. We didn't get well, that. One. Technically, it's Shadow Dragon was like one and two. Oh my gosh, yeah. a remake of the first one and no one liked it because it's very like archaic mm-hmm. or something it's also very difficult <laughs> but I mean I, you, I I think the Fire Emblem Echoes is going to be a line so I, I think they're probably going to look at remaking some of the you talking about Fire Emblem I gotta be awakening but I think I got halfway to the game and I'm just when about to continue it uh, awakening and three houses. I saw. I even did my classes three houses yet. Anyone play three houses? No. Okay. Uh, I played through it twice <laughs> in a row. I still got to get two and a half times here. My 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 son bought it. Uh, didn't like it. Sold it to me, and I haven't even touched it yet. I I've lent it to a friend who's. I don't think he's touched it either. <laughs> so I played the cards pass through three people who hasn't played it for more than a half an hour. I played through it the first time and then just hopped right back in and played right back through it again <laughs> in the same week. Yep, I still I still got to get through my first session. It's, so. it's a major fatigue replaying, though, because like, they front load all the repeat stuff. Like To get to the like new stuff on a new playthrough, you have to play oh through God. a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so, like... Yeah, there, yeah there, I I mean, if you do a lot of the auto-play stuff, which... You know, if you're already on your third playthrough of the game, I, I'm going to set everything to auto as far as the school part goes. And, and See, just I don't trust through it. Though. I think I'm not sure if it's optimal <laughs> training. But the game isn't really, to me, as far as difficulty goes. Go I, you know, since my equipment is garbage and can't handle the Discord video voice chat, I'll save my piece here. 
Personally, I think emulation is awesome. Without it, we'd never have access to the hundreds of auto-print games that are floating around waiting to be discovered. But in order to enjoy all of this stuff legally, someone has to have access to the original hardware to play it. His, his daughter is obsessed with the classics and recently learned about Super Mario Bros. 2, which was derived from Doki Doki Panic, a super rare Famicom disk drive game. She was curious and wanted to see it for herself. Ideally, she would like to play Doki Doki Panic, but I don't have the cash to fork over to buy all the original hardware and track down a copy of the game so she could legally experience this forgotten gem. There's so many gems uh, floating around there that don't need a re-release or deluxe edition. I would It would be too easy for Big N to upload these carts into the server that holds all the Nintendo Switch Online games, but apparently they're not worth their while. Interesting. I'd like to see a Super Mario 2 remake. A remake for that? That'd be interesting. Well, and I I would love to see Nintendo just say, hey, you know what? We're going to go all in with this Switch Online thing. Here is the entire NES library. As long as you have a subscription, you can access it. I think that's the the ideal solution. Now, I don't know how feasible that is. That would be a legal nightmare. They'd be able to do it with first-party games, but you know, third-party games and especially licensed yep. games, probably not. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm not even showing '94 Dreams. And a lot of issues. You know, Jesse brought it up before. Like on PC, you don't have as much of this problem because you can play old games on a modern PC. Uh, a lot of it is the planned obsolescence of consoles. Is really you know how we shot ourselves in the foot here. Is you know. NES games were never meant to be playable in the future. Right. Well, at least not yet in Nintendo. It's still planned obsolescence, but at least uh, PlayStation and Xbox, since they've gone with Intel, seems to you know have mm-hmm. that. Well, uh, the PS, you know, PS4 compatibility on PS5 and similar for the Xbox, probably mostly hardware. There might be some software emulation going on. But, but when it goes to, like, the OG Xbox, Xbox Prime and Xbox 360, that's definitely emulation because that's a completely different CPU set. I'd be lying if I if I said that playing the original Super Mario Brothers on a 56-inch TV wasn't really cool. Right. Well, I, I, I played Donkey Kong. I, I hooked up my Switch dock to a projector, rotated it to... A, it displayed it in Tate mode on like a, an eight foot wall, and that was a that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I I wish Vince was here to, to be able to say what he said uh, personally, and maybe he would have had more to it. But I offered to him as well to even write a blog to be able to put out on our uh, on our website so that he could put it out there and uh say his piece and then maybe we can have conversations in the discord if it's not already happening i believe it's already happening because i think he's talking in there right now too so uh but definitely an interesting topic that is always going to be around people are always going to be talking about it like we said and fighting for it or fighting against it one way or another and always trying to find that that fine line which is what is ethical (laughs) and what is not so that would be interesting but uh, like some some of you had said, you might be on here kind of late. 
Um, I'm going to give this opportunity for a lot of you guys to be able to jump off if you want to. But obviously, I, I put this in, in here in Discord so that it could keep going without, say, me as the host for Zoom meeting. Because you don't need that in Discord. So, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the official sign-off for uh, the dinner table. But obviously, we can keep going with the chat with the after-hours cocktails, which we talked about before, right? Uh, but before we do that, what I like to do is I like to sign off, usually with everybody having their drinks ready. Yeah, hopefully you guys got that going. And because my memory is bad, I can't always remember my uh, sign off, so I have to read it off. But there's my drink. And what I do for the cheers is may your gaming time be plentiful and fun, your blogs, sh your backlogs short, excuse me, and you and your families are blessed. And good night to those who are going to bed and refill your cups for those who are still staying awake. <laughs> good night. Good. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.